It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Good. Oh, hi. We're on the air. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was waiting for the theme song, and I realized that we don't have the theme music anymore because I switched uh, networks. So, oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, I'm just giving, sending a tweet to Jimmy saying, hey, Jimmy, wake up. <laughs> Time to come and play. Yeah, come on, get your coffee and come on into the studio because he's not here. Oh he's no! So funny. So you oh, have tuned no. in. You have tuned in. Ha! You have tuned in to Let's Talk TV <laughs> on Blog Talk Radio Network in collaboration with Blog Critics Radio Live, and um, we're this is our weekly chat show. We talk about mostly genre TV, but we talk about all kinds of TV stuff. And sometimes we get on sidetracks and we talk about other stuff, too. And we generally That's just have a really good time for like an hour or hour and a half. I allotted an hour tonight. Um, okay. Next, next, just a note, next Tuesday show, very, very important because it will be the first show after the midseason premiere of The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. And we are going to take apart the show, scene by scene by scene by scene. Awesome. So I'm going to a lot a whole hour and a half just to the Walking Dead. So awesome. um yeah, I'm really, really excited. So, so Chrissy, will, have you have you seen the first two sorry. minutes of this have you seen the first two oh, minutes of the episode? Oh yes, the moment I got it in my email. <laughs> I know, it's I love good. those emails. I know, yeah. me too. It's, like, exciting. It's, like, something, okay, ooh, it's, like, opening something on Christmas Day because I've been waiting. I mean, this, this, you know, I understand why they break up the, the season, but, boy, is it hard during that, that hiatus. I mean, Sunday nights without walking. You know, torture. I just hear this and hear this and hear this, but I remember House and those mm-hmm. huge, long hiatuses that would go yeah. – it would be like December 6th would be like the last one. And then they'd have like one episode in January and then um, then American Idol would come on and it would be oh, like yeah. March. So it was like, it was so painful, those hiatuses. And you get one episode and then you get three off and then you'd have right. one more. Episode. It's like, oh, I hated that. And the X-Files was like that also. Oh, and I hated that. I was I would go crazy. I mean, you know, and it, it was just torture. And yeah. uh, you know, of course, back then it wasn't social media, so I'm so excited it's coming back because oh my god, I, I already set know, up my oh files Attic Twitter account. I'm so excited well, about that. Cause, you know what you I'm going to have to do? This is like so funny because during the X Files days, um, there was a there was a uh, you know there was a listserv so you could post stuff, and it was called Alt TV. Alt.tv.xf analysis. Um, And you could, there was X Files analysis, which was the serious analytical stuff. There Uh was um, the fan fiction listserv. There was uh, just X Files fans. I mean, there were all these listservs. And all that stuff is still out there. So I wrote, I had my own website that was reviews. Uh-huh. See, I started even back then in the early 90s, mid-90s. Wow. And I had my own website. It was uh, Barbara's Creative Spot, something like that. And it was on the uh-huh. old AOL.com page. Oh, my God. That's, yeah. That's ancient, ancient. Wow. It was called Barnett's Creative Space. That's what it was called. And I had on it all my fan fiction, and all my episode reviews. So what I'm going to have to do now is I'm going to have to go back and I'm going to have to republish all that stuff because you can't, you know, you you can find that stuff. You can find that stuff on the the internet Wayback Machine. 
Have you ever right, heard of the right. internet? Right. Have you ever heard of the internet wayback machine? No, I've never really heard of it. What is so it? this is the cool thing. The internet wayback machine is where everything that's ever, 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 ever been on the internet, like for the last yeah. twenty years or however long the internet's been around, yeah. it's there. Wow, so, yeah, really? The so stuff that I, like, posted in, like, 1995 uh-huh. is there. It's, like, there. Oh, wow. Or 1996 or 1997. It's there. So it didn't just, like, disappear into the abyss of darkness right. or whatever the Internet is. Exactly. Because <laughs> that's exactly. how I look at it. It's like, okay, it's just out there in La La Land. Well, that's interesting. I'll yeah. check that so, out. Right. So how so do you access that? So what you do is you can go, and I'm going to do this because I, I like I do this sporadically. Hold on one second. Uh-huh. So you go, it's it. You you can Google the Wayback Machine. You know, uh-huh. it's like Peabody and Sherman, the Wayback Machine. Ha ha ha. Get it? Right. Yeah. It's yeah. The internet. It's called the Internet Archive. It's at http. Uh, it's like archive.org/web. Um, okay. And, and basically what you do, it's archive.org slash web, and it is literally everything. So if I go, like, um, search, if I search, oh, okay, I I'm going to search right here. Barnett's Creative. Oh, that is so cool. So I'm going to search that. billion web pages saved over time. That's incredible. Exactly. Yes. Wow. So if I look up, let's see, what was the name of like one X Files fan um, fiction? I, oh, well, I one of my favorite ones. This is not happening from from season. No, eight. no, 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 no. Something that I I'm looking for oh. something. Barnett's Chris. I can't now. I can't remember the name Did of the you, site. Barnett. Barnett. X Files. Then would it come up? X Files. Let's see. No, it didn't find anything. But things no. like I a lot of my my fan fiction was on uh-huh. um was on um moldertorture.com. You remember moldertorture.com? Oh, wow. No, I <laughs> So that I was like don't. a that was a fan fiction site in Gossamer and um so all of that stuff um was on that site and now I can't remember um now I can't remember the name of my old site, but I'll It'll come to mind. But anyway, what I can do wow. is go up. And I and I and actually wrote like about, oh, 10 or 12 or 15 episode reviews. And that was kind of my beginning of, of writing um, uh, episodes wow. way back so then, cool. it's 20 like, years I ago. I never even knew you could do all this, to be honest with you. The way I, I just kind of morphed into all of it. And it's so much fun. In the day. I mean, you know. And now, I mean, I, I just cannot wait for the X-Files thing. I'm going to start doing a series of podcasts and stuff um, as it gets closer. You know, maybe, I don't know. I hope that we get it. We're probably not going to get it till maybe the spring of next year, maybe, though. I mean, I don't know. Jillian's got all kinds of stuff in the hopper. I mean, she's she's on the fall right now, and she's going to be doing, of course, Hannibal. Right. So, right. um, so they're gonna, and it's gonna be a limited run series. Like, I think they should do it sort of like what they did with Twenty Four. They brought that back for a limited thing, and maybe right. if they want to do another, you know, so it'll be like one story, which I think will be fantastic. Um, and I think it's much better that they're doing that versus a movie because we're gonna get you get more hours to tell a story. A and B, mm-hmm. I think you know we've been we've been clamoring. I mean, fans have been clamoring for it forever. I mean, even the twentieth anniversary. I mean, that was just like everybody want. You know, when they I I missed that Comic Con. I was really bummed it because I I hadn't got my credentials that year yet. But um, but you know, from everybody was from what I heard, it was just you know everybody was asking, are you going to do a movie? Are you coming back? You know and and I know David Duchovny. He just finished his um, Californication, so uh, it's right. kind of a good time. I, I I think if they can just come up with a really great story, I think they really do need to sort of bring the whole series, including the movies, uh, sort of full circle now. Because you know the first movie was fantastic. I mean, I I mean I adored it so much. I mean, it was that, it was just the way that you like it, you know, the whole conspiracy stuff, the UFO stuff, whatever. 
And then, you know, the second movie was okay, but it was a standalone. And I think that right. now we need we need it to come full circle and we need more answers about, you know, what happened to William and that whole thing. And, and like, we never really, they never delved into Mulder's, you know, sort of uh, experience. You know, we got a little bit of it when he, when he sort of, you know, comes back to life in season eight. But they never, and even in the second movie, we really didn't see a lot of the, you know, the emotional and, right. you know, stuff that so, you want to know. So, so that's so, what they need to do. So I just found, um, like, on alt.tv.x files, my uh-huh. chart, my review, it's like, it goes back, it's like, it's like Google Groups, right? So, because uh-huh. those, those old, these records, TV things got moved to right. Yahoo Groups, and then they became, no, they're Google Groups. So I just found one, Little Green Men, cool. a character review by Barbara Barnett. Uh, get Little Green Men, that was a great episode. <laughs> Why does the why does Little Green Men remain as one of my favorite episodes? It's all about the characters. We learn how Mulder copes with the death of Deep Throat and the closure of the X Files in its aftermath. We see the depth of Mulder's depression at being put on meaningless wiretaps. Oh my gosh, this is like so fun! Um, oh, it's so cool to like revisit everything. Barnett's Creative you know? Outlet—that's what it was called. Oh my gosh! And Our I just found the URL team. for it. I just found the URL Yay. for my old site, well, which doesn't exist anymore. But I could put it in the Wayback Machine. Yeah, see that's the thing. Very cool. That's what's cool. So anyway, so I got on this. Ta- we got on this tangent, right? So yeah, I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. When you talk about the X Files, you bring that up, and I'm just yeah. This is why we need Jimmy. <laughs> you know. Anyway, uh, you know, Jimmy keeps this on track. <laughs> yeah, so I wanted to talk about, um, first of all, well, I want to talk about Walking Dead. And yeah. I want to give a huge, gigantic, ginormous yeah. thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to Mr. Norman Reedus. Thank you, Norman Reedus, who plays Daryl Dixon on The Walking Dead. He is awesome. And both yes. The actor and the character. Because I wrote an article today, and everybody should go to Blog Critics and read the article which is um, on why Daryl Dixon is such a compelling character. Mm-hmm. And um, he saw it on Twitter feed, and he retweeted it. And so he awesome. also he also then went ahead and he put it on his Facebook um, timeline. That's so cool. Which was like, That's- oh, my gosh, thank you, thank you, thank you, Norman. Um, you're amazing. So lots of new people came to um, read my my words about Daryl Dixon, and hopefully they'll come back. And uh, the the um, feedback has been really, really, really positive. And mm-hmm. uh, it's been tweeted and posted on forums and all kinds of things. And, and I'm really grateful for that little bit of a push because I've just only in the last couple of months, as you know, started writing about The Walking Dead and right. writes about The Walking Dead. Well, we finally and got you hooked. I was so happy. Cause you did. I mean, you did. And I was like, you've got to see it. I knew you would love it because, I know, you know, I it's the character development. The, the fact of the matter is that they, they take time to do yeah. that. And the writers yeah. are so incredible. But it's, those first... Um, so those those yeah. first two minutes, those first two minutes that they yeah. um and and by the way, if you want to go and watch the, the first two minutes, you can go on amc.com and uh, click mm-hmm. on Walking Dead and it's there. Or you can go to Blog Critics and I also posted the video this morning, so you can go there as well. Um, but oh my gosh, I mean, and I'm not going to give any spoilers, but it's like it's really powerful first two minutes it had me in oh tears. yeah well i mean you know i felt bad um for the fact that you know what was it? i can't remember the kid's name that was um that was going to help her that was going to help her escape and everything and then he got oh, away right. was his name i can't remember Noah. anyway no no thank you i don't know why i can't remember his name all the time but no but, but it was really sad you know he was just devastated and i mean i think everyone um, on you know the entire group is really gonna each one of them is gonna be affected you know deeply. It's so yeah. hard because Beth was a character that I think you know she was connected 
to everyone in her own little way, but they all kind of got to know her better. You know, when she first started on, she was just sort of, you know, Maggie's little sister, and she just was, but, you know, through especially last season, um, the scenes with Daryl, she sort of, like, started to come into her own, and she was proving that, you know, she could be a warrior, too. And so the the whole thing is just so devastating. I I'm just I know I'm gonna be like, okay, where's the Kleenex? Because <laughs> uh, you know they're gonna bury her, and um, now they're gonna go try and find Noah's home, which I think that's gonna be interesting. In Richmond, um, Virginia. Yeah. So uh, I'm anxious to see what's left. If there is anything left. Or are they going to come upon some more crazies? You know, that's the potential. Right. The other thing is, what the hell is Morgan? He was, he was, he was. Yeah, there, he's going to be around, though. He is. Yeah, he is. I mean, they've been really keeping him under the wraps, man. I mean, we've seen glimpses, two glimpses of him so far. But, I mean, you know, with eight episodes to go, I'm anxious to see how, what he's doing. Like, is he tracking them for some other reason. You know, that's what I'm wondering. Um, it's going to be interesting yeah, to see what they I do. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he always plays kind of sneaky characters, though. Mm-hmm. You know? Exactly. And so that's the thing. It's like, you know, are we going to be able to really trust, you know, trust what he's doing? Because he, he was a hot mess the last time Rick was Oh, on. yeah. I mean, you know, he's all holed up and everything. And so it's kind of like, oh, my God, what is he doing? And he... Is he, I can't imagine that he's really normal at this point. <laughs> After he was such a mess before, I mean, he may be even deeper into whatever paranoia he had before. Um, right. So that's, you know. But um, it's so funny. We were, a friend of mine, we were actually talking, I was talking to a friend of mine earlier about the whole uh, crack and slash scene in the premiere of the of this season. Boy, that was tough to watch. Mm. Oh my God! But, okay, um, I but, yeah. I just okay. I'm going to make another divergence here because I actually <laughs> I fa- I found the site. I found it. I oh, found yay. it. Okay. It's like Look it's got it. like no like no nothing. I mean, it's got no graphics or anything. But right, right. It's like um, it's it's. I'm going to actually post the um the link for you. Uh, and anyone okay. else. It's a real mess, but there it is. <laughs> okay. It's so fun. Are you posting it in the chat box or where are you? I just it? did. Yeah, I just okay, did. Okay, hold on. i got to go and, to the chat box. Um, I'm not even in there. So, yeah, mm. I've got my X-Files links. Oh, my gosh. Mulder Torture Anonymous. <laughs> That's Mulder a fanfic site. It's a fan, this is what I said about oh, it. Oh, okay. A, I see this fanfic site is the home for stories of high angst and physical nastiness. The stories range from wow. short vignettes to novel length, mild anguish to horrific physical torture. For those <laughs> who are so disposed, there is a slash division as well. Um, oh, the site is updated funny. frequently and has a rating system. Um, then SPCDD, the Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to David Duchovny. That's like a big site. X review oh my god. Richard. Oh my god, these names like just come out of uh, hilarious. Yeah. Um XFU X Files University. Oh my gosh. So much fun. Um very <laughs> much fun. Um <laughs> and then my reviews, I have all these reviews. Oh, I don't have that many. Oh, is that right? Oh. Wait a second. I have Redux 2, Rain King, The Beginning, Dreamland 1, oh Amelie, de Triangle, Postmodern Prometheus. Triangle the... I loved. Well, that's... Oh, wait Triangle was one of my favorites. Oh, wait. And here we go. Rain King was hilarious. One. Oh, wow. I don't have that many. Pilot, Deep Throat, Squeeze, and Conduit. So I don't have that many that I did, unfortunately. Um, wow, I thought I did more than that. But I did a lot of fanfic. I did like a ton of mm-hmm. fanfic. Uh, I think I did 25 fan fiction things. So wow. um, I'm going to just have to go back and do some of that more. Anyway, as I said, I digress. So, um, um, bah, 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 bah. oh, before we get back to Walking Dead, um, I want to uh, talk about a couple of shows that I've been watching um, that are new. 
Uh, one is on Netflix, and it is called um, it is called Black Mirror. Yeah, and you were telling me about that. I haven't. Yeah, seen that. it is. There have been three episodes posted so far. It's a BBC show, and for mm-hmm. those of you who like Down Abbey, there are a couple of Down Abbey people who've been in it. In the first episode, um, Alan Creech, who um, plays. Um, Who's um, who's on the series? He's a regular on the series, and then also um, uh, there are other characters on it. John Hamm is in it. Um, oh wow! Yeah, there's some really big stars, big British stars in it. It's it's pretty cool, um, and it's sort of a sort of a sci-fi. It's not actually a sci-fi, but it's very creepy and very kind of the consequences of all of the digitalification of the world. Very, very spooky kind of world. It's a, it's a really, really cool show. Um, and I highly, highly, highly recommend it. Um, and then I started watching, or now I'm all caught up with it, which is why I'm really bummed that Jimmy's not here because I know he watches it, but I have gotten caught up on the 12 Monkeys. Which airs Friday yeah, night. Yeah, you were talking about that one too. I need to watch another, that. Another. Oh my gosh, it's like another virus thing. So it's, but it's also a time travel thing. It's like the world is into these virus, you know, like nasty. I viruses. know, and I'm okay, behind. So, I'm behind on Halix. So I haven't this seen is the this paradox. episode yet. This What's is the, the irony. This is the irony of like all of this. So people are really spooked by things like Ebola and these nasty viruses and these crazy right. viruses, right? It's like, oh, my God, we have to quarantine people and people are going to catch all these terrible viruses. And yet, a virus that had been completely eradicated, 10,000 times more contagious than Ebola. Oh, my God. Saying, I'm not going to vaccinate my child against measles because it's all a lie. And I'm like, what? What? Hello. What? What's wrong what? with you? What's wrong with you people? So right, it's right. Like, it's like really. I mean, there's this big measles thing now, and it's like yeah, right. And I mean, I, I it's like measles kind of disappeared, and and because it hasn't been around for a really long time. I mean, I actually. I didn't actually know anybody with measles, but my brother's I never know. And the only thing um, I got was the chicken, I got the chickenpox. Yeah, I and by the time I, by the time I had kids, there was a chickenpox vaccine. So my kids got uh right. Shoshana had chickenpox when she was like 3, but Adam got the vaccine and he was he was uh he never had chickenpox. So, um but it's like really Weird because like all we're all like hyper about viruses and nasty viruses killing us all. Yet people are like, well, I'm not going to vaccinate my child against measles, which I is know. I don't get that. really bad disease. It's a really nasty bad disease and incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So as a result, my daughter who has a um, an infant son, he's just one year old. It's about a couple months early to get his first, um, to get his MMR shot, his second MMR uh-huh. shot. And right. um, she was like, her doctor, who's a naturopath, she's like Earth Mom. Um, you know, she's kind of a crunchy, hippie mom. <laughs> and yeah. Um, yeah, granola mom. <laughs> and <laughs> she, she sees a naturopath, her doctor, you know, the baby's doctor's a naturopath. Who's really good? I mean, I'm not deriding him at all, but but he's really mm-hmm. really good, and um, and he's like, yeah, give him the shot, give him the shot. I know it's early, give him the shot. Because and and, and right. Shoshana was like, yeah, with all of this stuff and the and the the pool of people who are not vaccinating tend to be the kind of people my daughter hangs around with, which are sort of I'm not putting anything in my child's body, people. right. Which you ha- and this is the thing. I mean, I understand the whole natural thing and all of that, yeah. but well, you live in Seattle. <laughs> yeah, hello. I mean, <laughs> but you know, we have to. 
I don't know. And when it comes to your kids and, like, safeguarding them against these viruses and things, I mean, there's stuff out there that could just, you know, disintegrate us, you know? And and uh, I just feel like you have to, you know? It's, but anyway, it's a hard, I'm... Yeah, yeah. anyway. <laughs> well, I mean, it is connected to The Walking Dead because, after all... Yeah. All those exactly. people, they had a virus. They got a virus. They had a virus. That's they what They got it was. a virus, and look what happened to them. They, they like, turned uh, into yeah. zombies, you know? It's insane. And it's, I, yeah. you know, it's so funny, too. Speaking of The Walking Dead, I just want to say, um, on my Facebook, you know, I was, I promote it. You know, I'm always posting stuff on my Facebook page about The Walking Dead and tweeting it out, whatever. And I got this, this, uh, this comment from a friend of mine who was like, yeah, I, I can't, I don't watch The Walking Dead. My husband's trying to get me to watch The Walking I just don't see it. It doesn't make any, blah, blah, blah. And, and she's a soap fan. And I said to her, I said, you know, listen, I said, you like, if you like character development, actual, you know, real life story, I mean, they're, it's about their survival. That's what it is. It's about surviving every single day just to live and just to not to mention the fact that you know now they're homeless again but but you know so it was really interesting to hear I I always am amazed when a soap fan doesn't doesn't pick up The Walking Dead because of the fact that you know it is serialized in that sense and each character goes through you know these emotional physical you know, psychological things over the last five seasons. And so right. it's just, it cracked me up when she said that she just doesn't get, but it's not that's what I thought when I, when my brothers kept saying, you got to watch it, you got to watch it. And I'm like, I don't know, zombies. And that's what she said. And I said, it, but the zombies are secondary. I mean, really what it's about is surviving and living and, and trying to, you know, make it to the next, through another day. Right. Um, and having to defend your your group, your family, you know, and, and the the emotional journey that you go through, and not only that, but physical, and then having to deal with other people, you know, other people that are outsiders and trying to figure out, you know, what is their um, intention, you know, what, mm-hmm. what's their agenda, and that's really what the show is about. I mean, yeah, the zombies are awesome, and they're but they're, but it really is secondary to what the main right. show is right. about. And so and when I know try to explain that, yeah. I know. Like, it's really it's interesting because um, a lot of people who are zombies, like horror fans, complain mm-hmm. about the fact there are very few zombies. Um, but uh, relatively few. There are plenty. Believe me, there are plenty of zombies for my taste. There are plenty. <laughs> plenty <laughs> yeah. of zombies. <laughs> my husband and just I like looked at me like, what? a different way to kill him every week. It's like, <laughs> you got to yeah. get him in the head, right? You got to get yeah, him in the head. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> my but husband yeah. is walking upstairs to his, his music room, and he's shaking his head and like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Come on. Um, he watches The Walking but, Dead along with me. It's like, yeah. He likes it, and he loves he it. He knows it. Yeah. He does. He does. He does. Um, so yeah, so I cannot wait. So what do you think? So that that first two minutes was really intense. Yeah. But um what do you think is gonna happen? I know that it looks like um obviously Maggie is gonna be super, super yeah. despondent. I think she's got Glenn. You know, she's she's got Glenn. And hopefully, this is what I'm hoping. So I want Beth's death to have meaning. She was not, I confess, not one of my favorite characters on the show. Mm -hmm. And I know that a lot of people were sort of seeing her and Daryl kind of as a romantic pairing. Yeah, I like that. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's kind of nice. And I really did. I just like so young for him. She was way young for him. She was 18 or 19. He's like she's supposed 40, to be in his late... 45 years old. Yeah, but that's in his real life. And on screen, he's supposed to be like in his late, mid to late 30s. 20s. I mean, that's... Oh, no. I don't think no. so. No, 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 Maybe no, no, no. We need to get no, Norman Reedus on the phone. <laughs> we need to settle no this way. for all. There's I no way he's so. supposed to be I in his late twenties. No. Uh, he no. Like he, yeah, to me, when I first, yeah, no. I mean, I think he's supposed to be in his late twenties. Nah. That's my, that's my assessment of Especially because you know what? I mean, you look at Merle and his brother. Yeah. yeah I mean, his brother is well, like his brother clearly is in his fifties. 
his fifties. And there's yeah, no way that, that there's that there's no it. way there's no way that there's twenty five years of age difference you never between know. them. No. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, no. I, I do think that he he he's when he first came on. I think he's gonna he's supposed to be like twenty eight, twenty nine. I'll give you maybe by now he might be thirty four, thirty five, or something yeah, but like so that. Much, but I mean, there's not that many not, years that have passed. I would say late thirties, definitely late thirties. Oh, I don't think late thirties. I think and I, I don't think, think I think really. And I uh, think I would be surprised. But see, I I don't know. I really and again, I'm not. Even with the X Files, I was never a Mulder scholar. Yeah, you're not Mulder scholar. RST, you know, resolved sexual tension person. I'm right, really right, big right. on the us. You know, us is very right. important. To me. Right. And right. I think that the um, unresolved sexual tension between um, the the reason I really think it's really cool between Carol and Daryl is that I think that unresolved sexual tension between them. People mm-hmm. say, well, you can't sustain that, and you can't sustain that, and you can't have this sort of little game. But the thing is, they're not playing a game. He's so damaged, and he's so right. socially awkward that I don't think the the idea of the, the idea of any kind of sexual interest in Carol even registers with him. Yeah, he likes no, her. I agree I with you on that. Her. And I, um, I, yeah, and I don't think and think people of it that way. People have said, said, you know, the article that I wrote, I have had like a, like 30 comments already on it, which is kind of cool. 30 comments on that. But on the Facebook post on uh, Redis's Facebook, there have been something like 350 comments already on it, which is really mm-hmm. cool. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, but some people are saying, well, they see Carol and Daryl as sort of a mother son thing. I'm like, no way. No, 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 no. So I don't see that at all. I see that as really being a a um, um, a love of equals, you know. Right. Do you have a cat? Do you have a cat? Yeah, she's whining at me because she <laughs> she she thinks she's hungry already. I'm like, it's not time. To... She's been badgering me for like ten minutes. I, she's I like meowing. Get... It's like I've never she's, heard your cat meow before. I know. She's like a little. She she's you know she's eighteen, but she oh acts like she's two. So, oh you know. Yeah, my son has a kitten. He's he's like <laughs> nine months old kitten. Not not yeah, he's a nine months old, ten months old yeah. kitten. Oh my gosh. So a Norwegian forest cat. Look up Norwegian forest cat. Those are the most Norwe- gorgeous cats. Norwegian really? cat. Yeah. Gorgeous cat. Feels like an you know, like you stick your hands into an Angora and it's all fluff. That's oh that my is God. His cat's name Nor- is Xander, like from Buffalo. What is it? Norwegian what? Norwegian forest cat. So anyway, so the thing is, anyway. I really, I see Carol and Daryl. People have said, oh, you know, and then, of course, there are Carol, you know, Carol, Daryl, Daryl, Carol shippers who are like, oh, yeah, they, but I would really like to see them together. I think one of the cool things is because they're not playing this will they or won't they game so much because – the characters, I don't think, are in a good place for a relationship. Um, I think it works really, really well. And I think the only way, I think if they, the only way I could see them this season, and I don't think they will, getting together is that it would be like this extreme situation and it would just happen hmm. and they would both feel terrible about it afterwards. <laughs> That's what I think. Yeah. Well, and they would know. so bad, and they would completely back away from it. They would like, well, oh my god, this I was like the think, biggest mistake. And they would. That's how away. I see it. I see it that um, I I feel like you know she has sort of come full circle with all of her issues that she had to deal yeah. with, and now he needs to do that. And until that happens, and he and he kind of works through all of his emotional sludge that he has i i don't see anything happening between them until that happens but i mean um i think that it will at some point because they are really close and i and i don't and i do you can tell there is that sexual tension i mean um just in the in that last episode um a couple episodes before the finale you know i mean there's definitely and i think that you know to a certain extent 
it would sort of be like, oh, finally, to the fans. But right, uh, and there's been there's certainly yeah. I mean, there's certainly a lot. You know, she's flirted with him a lot. Um, you know, I mean, even from the beginning of season three, you know, she's been a little flirty. Right. And um, you know, she's she's looking for a guy. I mean, you know, there's no yeah, question. And, I mean, and when she's you know lonely too. I mean, you know, yeah. look at everything that she's been through and, and yeah. the funny thing is I think there is a scene if I remember and I can't remember what if it was season two it might have been season two or three, but there was a scene where there, she was like, hey, you want to have sex or something? Right, that was season, it was that scene was season three. Was it, it was two, season three? three? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was the first which. first episode of season three um, yeah. when he's keeping watch up right. on the, um, he's keeping watch up on the, you know, by the prison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there there are those lovely moments between them, you know, and the one during, you know, episode one of season four where, you know, he's all of a sudden this kind of rock star of the group and, and you know, right, like, right. oh, I liked you, remember, I liked you first. And yeah, and then they exactly. pulled them, and then they pulled them apart. And it was interesting to see um, in season three when Daryl didn't come back with them. Uh, with right. Rick, and he went off with Merle. Yeah. How devastated Carol was! I mean, oh, Carol she was like, it was. She couldn't. It even, was really heartbreaking to watch because she was just really what she was like, amazing. I Melissa McBride really, really sold that scene yeah, where she just, just breaks down in front of Rick. Yeah, and I, I just didn't think that she ever expected that from him. You know, and then, I, and I, then when she's banished. Um, Daryl's reaction. People said, "Oh, well, he didn't react enough," and I'm like, "Yeah, I think he reacted. Mm, he I think he really yeah. did." And then when they're finally totally did. in episode one of this season, um, I mean, that hug, that was mm-hmm. like, "Oh my God, I'm so yeah, glad that I love again." That. You know, and, and it when was a very long time in coming too. I mean, you know, was, and right, and then also in season three, and I'm kind of going back and forth and remembering these mm-hmm. little moments. You know, when he believes that she's dead, he goes to right. her brain, oh. right, and puts that Cherokee rose there. And then when he finds her, he's, he's sure that, that that motion behind that cell is mm-hmm. Carol turned into a zombie. And he right. can't bring himself. That whole thing where he's pacing and he's digging right. his knife into the wall and and he's just, he's, he knows he's got to do this, but he doesn't know if he can. This is a guy who's killed how many zombies and how many of his friends well, and how many of his colleagues. Right. But but knowing that it was her, her right, he bring himself he, to do it. It's so funny because very early on when he first comes on in season two, you know, he's he's so, um, you know, he's kind of volatile. He's like, F you. Yeah, you know, season he's all one, pissed yeah. off. They left Merle. And, yeah, you know, season one. Thing and he, yeah, yeah, and and. And he just kind of, you know, but through that, all that, and then everything that Carol went through with the husband and everything, you know, he was, Daryl was right there with her. Yeah. And even when, you know, the husband dies and, you know, he, Carol's like, no, I got to do it. I mean, he let her, like, go off on the, you know, her husband's body and everything. Um, and, but ever since that moment, you know, and I, even when, I think it was the moment when he realized that, you know, the, the husband was beating on her and was, you know, yeah. just an asshole, uh, you know, he just sort of looked out for her and it's sort of been ever since that moment. Yeah. And so the thought of him, you know, to, to even think that, that she had turned into, you know, a zombie and he would have to put her down was just probably, I mean, she I, couldn't I can't even, even consider imagine. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, it, so there have been so many. To watch, so. Yeah, and that's been really, really. Those have been so many lovely moments, like and then when he finds her, and so I think there have been some great moments. And so I want to get back to what I think is going to happen. Um, so, you know, Maggie, of course, is going to be ripped apart, and she's got Glenn. And what I'm really oh, hoping no. happens is that Glenn and Maggie's story, I think, really has sagged and. I agree with you on that. I think it's really, you know, it's like that whole syndrome of the really nice, happy couple. 
as happy as anyone mm-hmm. can be in the zombie apocalypse. Um, right. You know, they're they're happy, they're well-adjusted, blah, 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 blah. Boring, really boring. Right. It's like Prince Charming and Snow White, right? Exactly. It's oh, not, it's, it's not compelling. <laughs> There's no conflict there. It's not there. compelling. They're, they're, they're just boring right now. Like, I don't so know I, what needs to happen. So I but think, so I think, go- well, so I think that Back to Death will serve that narrative um that narrative leap, you know, that that it'll be needed. And I think that it will give that conflict and it'll give Maggie a really bad place to be in so that we'll see how Glenn first how Maggie reacts and also how Glenn reacts to that. You know, I think it's a really great plot point. I think it's a really great uh plot mover with them. Yeah, Rick, I, I- Okay, so I want to, I want to kind of get a okay. shave, man. Rick, your your beard is way too thick, man. <laughs> totally, totally. So Rick, uh, by the way, I would love to see. Speaking of couples, I would love to see Rick and Michonne. Just Me like too. Guess. Thank you. I love them, and I mean, like, it's so funny. That's another relationship which is hilarious. I mean, you know, I love he didn't relationship. want her around at all. He didn't want I her know. around at all in the beginning, and now to see them so close and. You know, and I love that Carl looks, you know, really kind of looks up to her and respects her. Yeah. And I just think they need to just, you know, pull the pull the plug, I mean, you know, pull the uh, cord or whatever you want to say it. They need to do that because it needs to happen. Yeah. So, so you have, okay, so you have Maggie and Glenn, and, I, the, and of course Rick, who's the leader of the group, um, is, is of course going to be, just devastated about Beth. He mm-hmm. is de- he is devastated about her death. This was you know he, he, he Herschel's dead now. Beth is dead. It's really re- he and 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 Carl and Beth were good friends. Oh yeah, so yeah. Carl's going to be devastated. You got Noah. You got then you've got the people who really don't know. Uh, didn't know Beth. You've got Abraham and you've got Eugene. Right. You've got Tara and you've got, you know, all of the Rosita. And um, that part of the group, and, and, you know, you have that part of the group who weren't really part of it. So you're going to have them sort of let's move it on and let's get going and blah, blah, blah. I think, you know, let's get this done. We have to get going, blah, 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 blah. Oh, and they're not going to want. I think it's going to be. I think there's going to be some type of a clash going on with that. Maybe. Yeah, I think there's going to be a I mean, clash between that faction and the original yeah, faction, and I maybe agree. a splitting. You know, you don't that. know if there's going to be a splitting of that. So, um, and they're going to be heading up to uh, Virginia. Um, right. And find a place. In hopes um, of finding a new uh, home community or whatever. Community, I, I'm, I'm, I, you know, I just, I kind of would like to see them succeed. I, I, I mean, I understand, you know, they're going to have to battle, you know, since whatever. But you know, they've been also, I mean, after the whole terminus thing, they have all been through the ringer, and it would be nice. Right. They to haven't have had any them, stability at all. Yeah, to have a little bit of stability for just a little while to give them yeah. time. To recuperate and kind right. of re energize. So, I mean, they all look like they're just beaten down, especially. Well, I mean, yeah. when he when Daryl brought, you know, brought uh, right. Beth out, that was just. Oh, anyway, I have. Well, yeah. I every mean, time I and, see that, I start crying because it's I know. so horrible. I know. Oh, so you know, sad. it's it's a it's a really. Um, I mean, one of the things that fans have sometimes complained about was. You know, they were at the farm during season two, and it went on too long, and they seemed too happy, and you hardly saw any zombies. And then they're in the prison, and I think the prison scene, there was a really nice balance. Yeah. And I think what happened, however, was the way that they were trying to find this balance between this, this real serialized storytelling and then telling the individual stories of individual characters. So you would go off and we had two episodes in a row of the governor. And those people right. who love the governor who are fans of the comic book probably just love that. Not 
being a big fan of the comic, I thought there was two episodes where we didn't see any of our core characters. And right. that kind of like, okay, fine. That really upset me. Yeah, Whatever. I wasn't happy about that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, so I think that that's, they have to kind of find that balance. And I think for the back eight of the season, I think they will. I mean, I really think now we are they're all together. They've been separated for, for, God, for 16 ever. episodes. I mean, really, yeah. for 16 episodes because the the back half of season four – and the front half mm-hmm. of although though they have been together, they haven't really been well, they haven't really been together in season four. You know, they did get together at the beginning of season four and then Carol and Daryl went off and you had Glenn and Maggie with Abraham and Eugene and then you had Michonne and, and um you know, and, and the fa- the good father and uh uh Rick and Carl and Judith in another place and then you had Tyrese right. and Sasha. And um it was it uh, it just kind of everyone was fractured apart again. So it'd be nice to see them all together for a change. Yeah, you know? definitely. It'll be nice I to have so sort of too. a throwback that we haven't had since the middle of season three. Right. So it would be it's nice for them to sort of very long chill out a little bit. Um, exactly. So, yeah, so really excited. I can't wait till Sunday night. I'm really excited. And I'm really excited to be um, really excited to be writing about um, the season again every week. And I will be mm-hmm. sometime before the, 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 the premiere, I think. I have a couple of other articles to write. I actually um, did interviews with the creators of a new movie. It's a documentary oh, cool. called The Score, and it is mm-hmm. about the art of um, soundtrack writing. Oh, and interesting. With Danny Elfman is going to be in it, and uh, oh, neat. it's going to be narrated like by Leonard, Leonard Malton. Oh, and, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so um, it's really going to be very cool. I'm very excited. When I talked to the, the creators, I interviewed them. They mentioned, said, you know, Bear McCreary, who does the music for Walking Dead and movies and, and other television, he's got a really cool site. They said, yeah, he's on their short list for um, other people they want to interview for the movie. So um, it should be really cool. They sent me the teaser. I'm the first media person to get it. Um, so I've cool. got that to print. I've got to do the interview. They're actually funding. So so they're doing this this movie, and mm-hmm. they've got it mostly done, but to finish it, they're doing crowdsource funding. They're doing a Kickstarter um, oh, starting okay. on February 15th, So, which is kind of cool. And so I, I, that's what the interview is all about, sort of saying, hey, this is happening and, and you all should be involved in this. Um, and so I have to get that up tomorrow. And so I'm hoping to get my article on Rick Grimes up sometime before Sunday. Because I want to do Grimes, I want to do with Rick Grimes what I did with Daryl Dixon, and sort of give it a kind yeah. of character profile. And um, I'm not sure if I'm going to do any of the other characters, but um, at this point, but get that up before Sunday, and then starting uh, next week, publish a weekly um, piece on The Walking Dead. So very excited about that. I can't um, wait wanted to see it. Yeah, wanted to mention um, again, uh, really good TV viewing. The Twelve Monkeys, followed by Helix on Friday night. Um, I am all caught up with Twelve Monkeys. I think there have been three episodes, um, and uh, it's getting better and better. Um, time travel is incredibly difficult to do on television, but they are doing a good job with it. And Helix is just really strange this season. Like oh my gosh, they're on this. Uh, it's like really strange. Um, and Black Sails on Saturday night, the second episode just aired, and yay, Captain Flint has his has his crew back and his ship. And oh, he does. Okay, because I haven't, I didn't see. It yet. I've, I've spoiler alert! But that's spoiler okay. Alert. That's um, right. <laughs> yeah, he does. I just love him. I, I love that show. I just, I love the score. I love the acting. I love the characters. Um, it is just so much fun. Um, there's a new big baddie this season called Captain Lowe. 
And uh-huh. oh, he's a psychotic one. And the uh, the thing that I really love is that we're getting backstory on Flint, how he actually came to be the pirate. And oh, he started out as a British, he starts out as a British naval officer. Right. And we're getting this sort of, the relationship that he builds with um, with uh, the Earl and the, the head of the, the Admiral's Admiralty, and um, but also we get a sense that even though, and he's a lieutenant, a lieutenant uh, in British. Lieutenant. Lieutenant is what it's called. <laughs> it's British. It's pronounced lieutenant in British um, speech, but he he's not a gentleman. And you get a lot of this kind of class conflict and a, con- a lot of prejudice against him uh-huh. from other naval officers who maybe maybe don't even outrank him um, because of the right. class difference. And he provokes he, he's provoked to get into a fight, and um, you know he's really told to keep you know you, there's a darkness to him. Um, and uh-huh. then when he feels that there's an injustice against him, and and you really see that, and it gets him into trouble, not only as an, a naval officer, I assume, but also as a pirate. It's it's kind of led to his um, getting into trouble from time to time. But he is really a self-made man, um, but he can't overcome the very rigid class structure of 18th century Britain. And um, it's really, really interesting. And the whole thing with the pirates is a lot of those guys who were educated but not, quote-unquote, gentlemen, Mm -hmm. um, tried to create in Nassau, uh, which is how they pronounce it, in the Bahamas in the 18th century, this sort of free society um, where there were no class distinctions. Everything that you were, every um, bit of rank that you had was based on fair votes. You know, right. that's why the, the captain wasn't appointed by an admiral. He Admiral, he was voted by the crew. So it's really interesting to see how class is sort of talked about. Um, right. Feminism. And it's a real, I love it. You got to get caught up, Chrissy. I know, and I know. I know you're. I, I know you're very excited about Sleepy Hollow sort of coming back I into know. Your own as well. I cannot, can't wait. I'm like, oh my god. Well, Mondays are crazy. From actually, usually the weekends are crazy. But basically, last night was very cool because the producers actually tweeted that they mentioned me at Sleepy Attic, so I was happy. <laughs> I was like, yay. yay. Um, and you know, the, the show is resetting itself, and um, it's. It's been really good. I mean, you know, it's been a hard season, but uh, but yeah. So I'm supposed to go to New York in a couple of weeks. So yeah, if anybody's in the New York area and you want to um, go to the it's the Sleepy Hollow season finale party, um, you can just contact me on at Sleepy Addicts and I'll give you the info because it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. I'm not sure who's. I, I I think they're trying to get um, a couple of the producers, and I don't know. I think they've reached out to I think Sakina Jaffrey because she lives in the area, and I think um, I don't know John Noble. I know is in town, but I don't know what's going on if they're going to actually be there or whatever. But even if not, it's going to be fun to be <clears throat> kind of you know in the middle of everything, kind of you know mm-hmm. with the fans and, and stuff like that. So. I'll have all kinds of reports, and uh, I'm going to try and video, put a video together, a fan video together and stuff. So. Nice. It'll be fun. Nice. I hear it's going to be good, so and we'll Very see. Very nice. Yeah. Well, my so. article has hit 30,000 page views today. Yay. My Daryl Dixon exciting. article. That's really exciting. It um, is. Yeah, I mean, well, like it, it's, it makes such a difference when the, you know, and they they think it. It's cool that he thought, you know, and, and you write wonderfully, you know. So I mean, obviously, um, you know that it would that it was worthy enough for him to tweet <laughs> and post. I thought that was really cool. It was He's really so great. He is great. He was really really nice, and uh, 
helped very, very much to um, yeah. interview him at Comic Con. I, you know, I have yeah. to I have to get into the press room at Comic Con. Oh, uh, the know. Walking Dead. It's you a both. really hard hard ticket to get. It is. Uh, I tried it's last. A, it's year. not. You I, don't get tickets to it. I mean, it's a hard invitation I, to get. I, um, I tried to get in last year, and I mean, I was on sort of a waiting list. But I mean, the, you know, I the PR person was just like. It's, it's every you know they've they've got big major people um you know they've got it's it must be like just a cray cray <laughs> press room but a fun press room but it must be just insane um, yeah sort well of, I, you know I a lot of think the big sort of like the once once upon a time press room but they actually the biggest actually the biggest press the biggest press room that I was at last summer mm-hmm. was um oh Rain Wilson Backstrom. Um, oh, that's kind of cool. Maybe I'll go to that. Um, so the the biggest press room that I was at last year at Comic-Con was for The Strain, and largely because oh, of Guillermo yeah. del Toro, right? So the, right, press, room, right. the press room was was huge. It was in a, it was like in one of the big, one of the big gigantic rooms, and, yeah. um, and it's a big cast. So they're trying mm-hmm. to get everyone to us and we're sitting at tables of 10 and we were being sneaky because um, we actually put some, took some chairs away. So there were only six of us at our table. <laughs> it was like, yeah, the, it was like Sunday. It was like the last, road. it was like the last day and yeah. they'd have, they'd actually had breakfast set out for us. It was really nice. Um, nice. So, um, but FX is just, I love FX. Um Anyway, um, but they had this all out, and so all this cast, and and so we didn't get to some people like David Bradley, who's like so great as Abraham, um, um, Satrakian, and and some of the guys yeah. didn't get. To, most of them did get to us. Guillermo sat with us for like a half an hour. It was like I, I did like a one on one with him for like twenty minutes practically, um, but. Um, some of them didn't get to us, and they came. The, the PR people from FX came to our table, and they said, "We uh-huh. are really, really sorry. We have to go because their their panel. Usually, it's the panel and then the press room. Well, this was the press right. room and then the panel. So they had to get to the to the press. They had to get to the panel in hall uh, in uh, in in room in hall H. And um, so they came to us and they said, "Hey, we know you guys." Um, aren't going to get to hear any because we have to do the panel, but we, we want to give you guys all like VIP passes to the panel. No, that's cool. So they gave us all VIP passes to the panel. So we could like, we went in and we were like sitting in the front. It was really, really, they were really, that's really awesome. nice. And they said, Oh, make yeah. sure you get your gummies. And cause they had like worms. It was really cool. Um, awesome. But yeah, so so that was like the biggest one. There must have been two hundred people in this classroom. It was wow! Huge. Um, but they were Same. really, really, really. FX is just so lovely to deal well, with. FX anyway, and Fox. FX and Fox. I mean, honestly, I've had such same, great. This is they're the same um, people. Experience the same people. with them. Yeah, they're just. I mean, the whole and the, I don't know. They're I very just can't trust say enough. Friendly. I mean, they are very press friendly. They're very fan friendly, which is amazing. I mean, what they've well, done. I mean, they care enough, is what I mean. I mean, most of the the other right. networks that uh, of shows that I watch. I mean, honestly, they could give a crap what the fans are screaming well, about. And, and I think Mickey that Hollow, that's... I mean, they they changed. I mean, they're making changes, major changes, based on what the fans want. I mean, that doesn't happen all the time. And well, I think that's what it is. This thing. is what I think it is, that there are certain networks that get that um, the media doesn't begin and end with CNN and Entertainment Tonight and EW right. and People Magazine. And I think that there are some networks who get that. Um, HBO gets mm-hmm. that. Fox gets right. that. FX gets that. Sci-Fi gets yep. that. Um, right. NBC gets that. Um, mm-hmm. So and NBC and all of it because sci-fi is part of NBC and all that. But yeah, um, yeah. So I think that those guys really are great about saying, "Hey, do you want an interview?" or "Hey, do you want this?" or "Here, we're going to have a right." You know, do you want screeners? Do you you know we're doing this? Do you want to come? 
So I think for the TV networks, I think that CBS is tough. Um, mm-hmm. ABC is also really good um, to deal with um, generally. And so, you know, I think really CBS with, that caters to an older audience is Yeah. Nice. I agree so, with you on that. I mean, anyway, we are, we are, we're out of time. Oh, my gosh, we're almost out of time. Wow, that was fast. I know, I know. Well, I will see you next Tuesday um, to talk about The Walking Dead. Maybe we'll even have time to talk a little bit of Once Upon a Time, since it'll be getting closer to the mid-season premiere. Getting closer, yep, to the big thing, yep. Yeah. All right, cool. Take care and Bye. see y'all next week, everyone. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. You too. Bye. Bye. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.